Good evening. When I was uh, growing up as a kid in Boston, so my mother worked in a uh, Judaica store. She ran a, a division of the store. And so I spent a lot of time, I don't know, like different times in that store. And I remember as a kid, um, always noticing the different types of menorahs, the Hanukkiyot they would sell in the store. And, and uh, for, I don't know, since the, as young as I can remember, remembering the difference between a kosher menorah and a non-kosher menorah. And what was the difference in a kosher menorah and a non-kosher menorah? A kosher menorah was in a straight line, and a non-kosher menorah was always something else. All right, zigzag, you know, uh, you know, you know, all kinds of funny stuff. I have no idea where I got that idea in my head, where I learned it from. I definitely didn't learn it in the Shulchan Aruch, but the truth is that that didn't, this concept actually is in the Shulchan Aruch. And if you look at the Shulchan Aruch, tough resh, ayin, alaf, sif, dalid, he talks about a case that is not so... Uh, you know, widely talked about. The following case, Mile Ka'ara Shemin Vikifa Pasilo. So say a person took a like a uh, you know bowl of oil and you put wicks all around the outside of the bowl. So he says that the Mahab writes, in Kafale if you place some type of covering on top so that each wick stands on its own, right? It's otherwise covered and the wicks just stick out. So then Ola Bishil you know, Kopsila Ola Bishil Nerecha, then each one counts as its own as its own uh, candle. But if you don't cover it with something, it doesn't even count as one. Why? It looks like a bonfire or a torch. Right? If you have too many psilos and they're all like, like all so close to each other, you can't tell the difference. And so therefore that's not considered like a, uh, that's not kosher even for one nair of a menorah. And then, but, that, but at this point though, the menorah, the mechaber sounds to be like he's saying, even if it's like, you know, rounded, that would be okay. But then the Mechat, then the Ramah writes, V'lachain, Ve'eshli zar lahamid ha'neros b'shura b'shaveh. You should, you should really, the right thing to do is to make sure that the neros are in a straight line. V'lo b'yigul, not in a circle, again, t'havi k'meduro, because once in a circle, it looks more like a bonfire and not like a, um, not like, you know, separate, separate neros. And the Mishabura points out, so what? Why is that important to us? Why is it be sure b'shaveh? He says, So what if you, you know, like a zigzag menorah, right? There's all kinds of cute menorahs. There's a gazillion types of menorahs out there, right? So people make, you know, different types of things. So why don't you like a zigzag? Why is that not good? So he says, that, that's gamkin in and I also shouldn't do that. Why? Because once you do any type of, you know, uh, shape, then people are going to start making circular shapes, and a circular shape is going to look like a bonfire. And that's what we shouldn't do. So the, uh, the, the Machas Shekha points out a different reason. He says when you're, you have a zigzag menorah, so it's going to be confusing, you know, um, and that's also, he says, going to look like a, like a, like a bonfire. And the Arachashokhan writes that if you're not in a line, then you can't see each one standing alone, and then you, can't start, you lose your count. Right? How it's supposed to be three candles, it's supposed to be five candles. The whole point is you're supposed to, you know, for at least for the ash, you know, we, we, we count the number of nights, we light up the number of nights to be Mahadrin, so you won't know what's what. And the whole point is this person should look at the menorah and say, oh, it's the third night of Hanukkah. And if, if it's, you know, a zigzag or in a circle or all kinds of things, so one is the problem of Madura, it's going to look like a bonfire, you won't see separate candles. And the other is you're going to lose track of the nights. And therefore, the Rachel also writes, it's not the right thing to do. One other thing that the, the Shacharach talks about, talks about having a separation between the candles be a etzvah, the rochav etzvah, a, a, a finger's breadth separation. So if you look at a lot of the numbers, they're not. Right? The, 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 they're all right next to each other. So the Rav Khan says, no, it doesn't mean that each candle has to be a 
finger breadth separated. And by the way, not this finger, this way, right? like very, the short way. But he points out, as long as there's a separation of a finger, rocha vetzba, between the wicks, that's enough. So any, any menorah like, is going to be like that. So this idea of a kosher menorah, not a kosher menorah, it's a real thing. It really comes from this din of making sure that all of them are separated enough that you can count how many, that it's separate enough. It doesn't look like a, a bonfire, but it looks like separate candles. And that's why we continue to have this minute that, we, uh, you know, that our menorahs are in a line. Uh, to be that way. Happens to be also, just as an aside, but maybe not totally an aside, is that we, the, the menorah, that the, we call it a menorah, it's not a menorah, it's a Hanukkiah, right? But it's also supposed to be symbolic of the menorah in the base of Mikdash. It's not the same that we don't have seven, we have more than that. But also the menorah in the base of Mikdash also was straight, you know, in the, in the same way also. But nevertheless, that's where this idea of having a, quote, kosher menorah comes from, from this din to make sure that both we can count the number of nights and also it shouldn't look like, shouldn't look like a menorah, but rather as separate candles.